Recap, Recast, Recycle, podcast about franchises and how they get better and worse over time. Welcome to the show that we do. It's called Recap and Recast and Recycle. I'll take it over the intro. Okay. It's a special it's a special day for us because we're doing the Mummy 2017. And and, and we're going to recap all the other the Mummy movies. Um we're going to go through you. our final thoughts. Our, wow. How we're doing Joe, how dare you in, uh interrupt me while I do this it's an incredible intro. There we go. I raised my hand and zoom. Okay, yes, Joe, in the back. Um, are we doing the Mummy review first or recapping the franchise first? The Mummy review first. Okay. Because that's what we did last time with Mission Impossible. All right. So are we going um, straight into it? <laughs> yes. Okay. I would Joe, like how do you to do read this? my. I would like to read my monologue because I, I I'm actually. Semi proud, but more just like. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Ladies, gentlemen, welcome to Recap, Recast, Recycle, a podcast about franchises and how they get better and worse over time. Franchises like the Mummy, starring much, much George worse. of the Jungle, much, much worse, sure. Um, franchises like the Mummy, starring George of the Jungle himself. On today's episode, we're talking a Mummy movie. Uh, just not one with Brendan Fraser. Uh, we're discussing a movie that was, uh, we're discussing a movie that was supposed to uh, jumpstart the dark universe, but instead only uh, jumpstarted Tom Cruise's willingness to make more Mission Impossible movies. Uh, <laughs> the movie I'm of course alluding to is 2017's The Mummy, starring Thomas Cruise. Guys, it's been too long since we've talked Tom Cruise. Four episodes. <laughs> Felt I'm like glad we're back. It all back circles back around to Tom Cruise. It does, yeah. That's the circle of life. Yeah. Kale, did you shave? Yes. Okay. I figured you did. It looks good. Thank you. Joe, you didn't introduce us. Right. Yeah. I don't um, know what my name is. The man in the hoodie is Colin. I don't know if we say last names here and then um kale is the one in the blockbuster shirt which i'm a fan of yeah. i can't there even you go. it's cropped on my and screen I'm Joe. So i can't even tell that it's a blockbuster shirt very good <clears throat> and then i said what about the back of the building <laughs> yeah let's um, watch the trailer we, but joe i want you to put the soundless trailer that's what I'm doing. Uh, if you're listening to the audio version, I'm just going to cut it. We play the trailer and the video version, but if you're listening to audio, we cut that. So we, we just played the the one where there wasn't any sound. Incredible. <laughs> what a good bit. I especially like that that's the IMAX trailer, the one that's supposed to show yeah. off how impressive it is in IMAX, and then just yeah. no audio, no music or action it's sound. What I remember... Uh, it's like only Tom Cruise's breathing is like all the sound effects they had for some reason. Yeah. 
Well, it's grunts, Good stuff. and then one guy makes a really funny sound when he gets hit by a bird. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, first of all, spoiler, full spoilers for this movie, The Mummy, from 2017. And not that anyone one, should or two, would care. Three. Yeah, and the other three Mummy movies from Brendan Fraser himself. <laughs> Big Daddy movie. Fraser. All right, what do we think the tagline to this movie is? Uh, um, uh, it's it's isn't what Crow said. It's like a, is it what oh, Crow yeah, says? What where he's like, "Welcome to a new world of gods and monsters." That's exactly it, Joe. Very good. Look, that I was like word, that tagline. legitimately word for word. Welcome to a new world Russell of gods. Russell Crowe's a good actor. When you, when, you give him, when you give him hammy stuff, he can still, like, Gladiator's definitely, like, a very hammy movie, but good actor in that. Besides Nicolas Cage, he's the greatest actor of all time. It's true. <laughs> Joe hates it when we just say things and don't let up. We had a whole text conversation a couple weeks ago Kale and I were saying that Nick Cage is the greatest actor of all time. <laughs> and we true. just didn't... You know what don't translate? Say. Yeah, the, you know what doesn't translate in text? Jokes. <laughs> I could not tell if Paul was being serious. I was like, you know what? I think there might be better actors. And it was See, like, no, it's Nicolas Cage. And I'm like, what is happening here? There might be better actors, but, I was but they haven't been found yet. Like, it's it's the kid from um what's that the book of book of uh, Henry it's that kid that kid is the greatest actor of all time is that what you're saying yeah I, I, I think I think that's him I think we found him too bad, he, too bad he's trapped in the worst movie of all time isn't that guy isn't that kid also from Predator or the Predator I mean wait is Probably. that Jacob good boys yeah Jacob Tremblay oh wait he actually is a great actor. Good Boys is so funny. Good Boys is a good movie. It's good okay. Boys equals good movie. Okay, everyone, this is the synopsis for this movie from our our personal friends over at uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Nick Morton. Okay, wait, the... I got. You need to tell me oh, oh. how many times, or at least one, does this synopsis mention the Dark Universe? Zero. Oh. Lame. Okay. Um. Nick Morton is a soldier of fortune who plunders ancient sites for timeless artifacts and sells them to the highest bidder. All right, first of all, that's too much going on for his character. Yeah. He's a soldier and he's a uh, rabbit. He's a soldier of fortune. Okay, my bad. That means he fights well, no, for. He's a part of. Well, he's a part of the army. He does recon. That's what him and Jake Jill, or not Jake Jill, no, uh, yeah, they were Jake suppo- Johnson they were, were supposed to do. Stationed somewhere else, and then they're just like, "Hey, let's go find some stuff." Yeah, because there's soldiers of fortune. Bored. You got to find that gold. Uh, when Nick and his partner, who is not named, <laughs> screw you, Jake Johnson, come <laughs> under attack in the Middle East, the ensuing battle accidentally unearths Amenet, a betrayed Egyptian princess who was entombed under the desert for thousands of years. With her powers constantly evolving, Morton must now stop the, resi- the resurrected monster as she embarks on a furious rampage through the streets of London. That doesn't mention anything about paradigm. Is that what it's called? Nope. Par- paradigm? 
Yeah. Paradigm. What is that's Monarch? That's the, the monster. Oh wait, I wrote it down. Okay, yeah, it's pr- pr- it's Prodigium. What's that mean? Doctor Jekyll's Fun Monster Club. <laughs> no normies allowed. All right. Um, the main characters for this movie we have are Tom Cruise as Nick Morton. Uh, weird that he's Just in nothing. this. It's he is not suited for this role at all. No. He is suited for. Like Ethan I don't Hunt. even. Yeah. I mean, I don't even like Tom Cruise that much, but even I know that a big CGI heavy movie where he's just flipping people and has superpowers. That's like the complete opposite of anything he's done. He's not a comedic actor, and they try to make him that in this movie. Well, this this isn't his comedy. Like, uh, Jerry Maguire and Ethan Hunt. Have y'all seen American Made? I haven't nope. seen American Made. Is that okay. a comedy? Yes. And oh. he's good in it. He He has a certain brand of comedy that he's good at, and this is not it. This is not the, it. He's not good at, like playing off of somebody as it as if they're improvising yeah yeah, yeah. he he's he's got a maniac energy yeah there's, there's like no improv in this but you it's written so you're supposed to feel like it's improv but the actors they have don't have any mm-hmm. charisma with each other <laughs> at all um and also just like He's not really suited for a horror movie either. He just doesn't have like the mm. voice or yelling to, or even like the way he acts to get across that he's scared. He he can't get scared. That's like no. part of his image. He just looks know? confused. He's like, oh, the this only, is happening now. The only way he works in this kind of movie is if you made him like a secondary character, like a general or someone. Yeah, like who if he was a general guy that gets. But he would never take a role like that. I think he might. Oh uh, no, he's only leading man now. I guess. No. Now I say he's not really a comedic actor, but he he is very funny in um, Tropic Thunder. True. But he's also he covered hands. in prosthetics and he's got big hands. Yeah, that's like. The and most it's mostly him. He's dancing. ever been. He did, he that does have a good back and forth with um, Bill Hader in that movie. He's more unintentionally funny to me when, like, he acts crazy in public. Yeah. Like jumping on Oprah Winfrey's couch. (laughs) Good stuff. Um, And then we got Annabelle Wallace as Jenny Halsey. She's doing the best of what she's got. She's just not written very well. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say I hate her. But I can't blame her. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely not her. Rachel Wise. No, definitely. that's, That's a high bar. Like... Probably the highest bar we're going to have for a while. Um, speaking of not being able to do anything with the script, Jake Johnson as Chris Vale. Ooh. Um, that's, another, that's another misused actor. Like, I, don't, I haven't seen him in much, but he's like, I wouldn't say dry, but like he's in between energetic and dry, like right between like yeah. his performance. And have... it doesn't really work when he's yelling and all that. Ah, oh, dang. Mm-hmm. I forgot. I... I had a fun fact about him, but then I changed the fun fact segment a little bit. So let me find what he is. This, okay. I think you said last week. What? Maybe. I think you said this last week when we were talking about the mummy. Maybe that was off mic. Whatever. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
Uh, when Jake Johnson was offered his part in the movie, he loved the idea and the opportunity to work with Tom Cruise, um, knowing that Cruise does most of his own stunts, so he signed on immediately. But when he read the full script and learned what kind of dangerous actions were expected of him, he admitted to getting cold feet. But then Cruise allowed him to use his private facilities for a rigorous 4.5-month training course, making him well-prepared for all the stunts he was required to do. That's That's another thing. In this movie, all the stunts are real and and done by Tom Cruise. You just can't tell because of how it's edited. Like, when they're running through the glass... That looks great. And also, whatever, Annabelle Wallace, is that her name? Yeah. Great runner. She keeps up with Tom Cruise. Good yeah. job. But like, He's probably holding the, back a little bit. <laughs> the world around him is green. Like, it's yeah. exploding into CGI. Or That, that glass think, is real that's coming off of the museum exhibits, but the dark, yeah. the sand behind them is just yeah. CGI. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's just uh, everything's also, covered up with CGI. It's like the Thing remake. Yeah. Also, at uh, at the beginning, when him and Jake Johnson are on the roof and it falls down, that was yeah. really them on a roof that they broke and that had it fall sequence, down. I and think then that also, might be the best sequence in this movie. Oh, uh, no, actually, yeah. I like another one that we'll get to. Um, okay. And then there's another scene where a bus flies at him. He pushes Annabelle Wallace out of the way and jumps into yeah. it. That was no, done for real. Was... And see, That's but stuff awesome. like that doesn't didn't really fit the tone of the movie like the stunts extravaganza didn't fit because it's covered with all that cgi and it just yeah, seems exactly. like tom cruise is in this yeah. bus for a second for no reason if it had lent more into the crazy stunts then it would have been better and not it's, covered up with bad editing and, and, and CGI. The, the plane they did that zero oh, yeah, g stuff and the plane that thing's yeah. legit I think I saw a behind the scenes. up in the air and did yeah. the zero G thing with mm-hmm. the actors. For astronauts. It took something That's like 64 takes, I believe. Imagine training four they... to five months for The Mummy 2017. What's what's the plane Not called? Not worth it, I'd say. I don't know what the actual name is, but I read about this zero G plane that like astronauts use and that they use in this one. And it's called something like the puke bucket or something. And I, I love that title because <laughs> everybody just throws up on it. Um, All right. Oh yeah, I was gonna say Jake Johnson is a great actor. He's great in New Girl. He's great in Spider Verse. He's great in um, Safety Not Guaranteed. But he is not good in this movie because the script is bad. All of his lines are. His character is so weird. Yeah, I know. Is he evil? Is he good? He's not in the middle because he tries to kill everybody, but also yeah. at times he doesn't. It's like Jake Johnson's so more of like a subdued kind of thing. Like I, he can get up there and yell and stuff, but it doesn't work in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't match his style. And he just doesn't have a good chemistry with Tom Cruise. No. I think in the first part they kind of do, but maybe once so. he had to put on all the makeup and everything and start talking about. Undead mummies. It was especially hard. at the end when he comes back and he's like, "Oh, Nick, look, thank, thank you. Look, I'm glad to be back, and thank you for bringing me back to life. But what are we doing? Yeah, uh, that was Ugh. last last day of shoot. You're burned out, man. I, that that was just the script. Like I, no one could sell just, that line. That's so. Oh man, yeah. 
then we got Russell Crowe as Henry Jekyll and Edward uh, Hyde. Okay. Hyde feels like he's in a different movie. I like him in this movie, but he shouldn't. Uh, so do be. I. No. I don't like it's... how Jekyll looks because it's just a bland design. But I do like yeah. when Russell Crowe is there. Yeah, yeah he's a good actor. I don't like. You can't deny it. I don't like when he's giving speeches because those seem like the worst things ever. They just seem very like bland and tropey. Mm-hmm. And then I don't like when he does the biggest trope thing ever, where a shadowy guy with government people walks into a room and says, "Everybody leave. My people Wait. can handle this." Oh, which is in literally every kind of movie ever. That's, but when that's he's in the dream, office, though. he's injecting the stuff in his hand, and he's doing all that, that's when I like him. Yeah, see, I prefer a Jekyll and Hyde that doesn't actually, like, turn into a hulking monster, and he just turns yeah, into, like, more, like a stronger he, he can, man. Yeah, he could just hide in plain sight until you looked at him in daylight. Which, um, you know, well, I'd like one that at least looks a little different, make him greener, not just sickly looking like he has. A, but a if disease. they do green, wouldn't that would be like everybody would be like, oh, it's the Hulk. Yeah. yeah. Um, so purple but, is purple. I mean, it's a bad sign when the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen does a better version of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde than you. I don't think that guy is better than this guy. OK, hold on, hold on. I haven't seen it. I would like to be the what's this movie called? League of Extraordinary, of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Gentlemen. Uh, it's Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah. I don't know how to spell that. Okay, hold on, pulling it up. Uh, uh, I'm gonna put it up on screen. Is it <laughs> is it this guy? He looks kind of like a, just yeah. a really big guy. Yeah. No, he's the base, like that movie is basically the Avengers of like oh. uh royalty royalty free, free literary to characters. Use character. yeah. and he's but, basically the Hulk. Yeah, but yeah. the Hulk makes uh oh boy, I'm gonna have to go with Colin on this one. I think <laughs> the subdued guy is better than this guy. Well, I didn't his, say it looked his, better. I'm just saying I like their interpretation better. Oh, boy. I just like their interpretation of it. I like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde to be small, timid guy and then big, hulking monster. It doesn't have to be that big, but I was like the size the, difference. Do you, do you know if that like was what Hulk was based on? Say what? Like, originally? Is that what Hulk was based on originally? Probably. I mean, probably. But, um... Uh, what are we on, main you, character still? You, yeah, but I was going to say, you should... They should have cut all the prodigium stuff from this movie. Okay. That all so. that stuff should not be in this movie. No. That was really where I was interested, because if you're making a dark universe, then that's your universe. That's your shield. Like that's the organization exactly. bring everything together. And but I mean, like you can't shield, just do Marvel Russell Crowe should have showed up at the end in an after credit scene, not be this big in the movie. Russell Crowe shouldn't be the Nick Fury of this universe. There shouldn't be a Nick Fury of this universe. It's not Marvel. It's just Universal Monsters. Well, they wanted to make it like Marvel, so... I know, but they shouldn't the have. Direct one-to-one, Russell Crowe would be Nick Fury. And I guess Tom so Cruise would be rather. Iron Man, which he was almost going to be in the 90s. Yeah. 
Would you rather it be more like the Godzilla movies or the le- legendary, right? Or whatever that, that's that's called. See, I was going to yeah, I was going to mention that later. I think Yeah. I think the Monsterverse does it better because there's no big connecting. It's just like these monsters will probably show up later and then that's it. Like they don't do it yeah. so huge. Like Godzilla versus Kong is like the biggest thing we're getting and then they didn't is hype that up like seven movies. Godzilla does Godzilla have the organization yet? What's it called? Like Monarch. Moth something? Monarch. Yeah, is Godzilla is like do they I think they mentioned it in the first the Godzilla remake. But they kinda they ease they definitely ease their way into it. Yeah. They don't go yeah. full on, Plus, here we go, we got our guy. The only kind of Nick Fury action is in the post credit scene of Kong Skull Island when they're like, Hey, Brie Larson and Tom Hiddleston, yeah, Hiddleston you should be yeah. part of our organization and which then, they should cool stuff which was the only really the only connection to godzilla mm-hmm. and then they show a slideshow and it's like look at all these monsters yeah. that might show up you got the moth you got the three-headed dragon you got the boom no. and the boom imagine oh. if in the monster verse they just went by and they saw some really big jars with like Ghidorah's three heads stuffed in there <laughs> oh now wouldn't that be a much better movie I forgot about that. We can get to that when we get to bad notes. Um, yep. And finally, we got yes. Sophia Batella as Amonet. I think she's good in this movie. I think so. I think she's her character fine. is not really a character. It's more of a monster. Like in the in the Mummy, it's like, oh, he's a legitimate character with legitimate reasons to want to be alive and bring back his yeah. lover. In this one, it's like. Yeah. She's scary, and she wants to end the world. That's it. It's yeah. kind of cool. At least in the first one, there was kind of something there to where he wasn't... He was evil, but he wasn't, like, completely yeah. and fully. And there was always was something relatable. bigger than him. Yeah. Well, maybe not that, but... In this one, the the mummy in this one kills a baby and her dad. That's well, right. that baby sucked. Because it's the dark a... universe, Kale. It's not called the well, happy-go-lucky universe. He you was gonna take over the throne. Just, you could have Moses. Kale, you it. don't understand. You gotta kill. You gotta break a few kids to make an omelet. I mean, you can well, kill the dead all one. you want, but like the baby. I guess isn't that what happened to Moses? They just put it in a basket, sent it down the river. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look how that worked out for them. Could have done that. Yeah, he still came back around though. Yeah. And he was like, "Hey, He's I'm like, Moses." Get, yeah. Well, to kill a baby and her dad, this princess made a deal with the god of death. That yeah. might be a little too much to yeah. accomplish your goals. I don't think so. I, I think, I think that's right totally track. fine. She's... I found the two eyes thing incredibly stupid, by the way. You mean the two pupils? It's scary. It's yeah. weird. I didn't care. I didn't have an opinion. I was just like, oh, cool. Oh, also, this contains my favorite bad explanation for why a centuries-old mummy can speak English now. And it's because the mummy says, you think I couldn't grasp your stupid language? And then she starts speaking Oh, yeah, English. that was funny. Got him. That's not how she's that like works. I studied the link. Yeah. Well, she's, in, mean, she's in Tom Cruise's head. Mummy. Yeah. Well, still. Well, I'm, not, I'm barely, really not going to question the logic maybe. of a monster movie. Some dead mummies are bringing back to life. All right, here we go. The director is Alex Kurtzman, who Ooh. I looked up. He does. He didn't really 
he hasn't really directed anything before, but he's a big. He's really involved with Star Trek. Yep. Bad Star this Trek. Doesn't really feel like Star Trek, but okay. No. Sure. You know, I really like that CBS looked at his previous work, especially The Mummy 2017, and they're like, you know what? Just put this guy in charge of everything. Like, yeah. all of our projects. The Twilight Zone, all the Star Trek stuff, basically everything on CBS All Access. The Star Trek movies are kind of good. All right, so this the story of this movie was by John Spates, Alex Kurtzman, and J- Jenny Lumet. And then the writers were David Kep, Dylan Cussman, and this one surprised me. It was Christopher McQuarrie is a writer on this movie. That's Wait, where you, you think- get your set pieces. Yeah. yeah, but you think you think with him on the movie, Tom Cruise would have would be better because they work together and they know how to work together. So you figure he would give him some leeway to be better in this movie. Well, but you can't take it. over. They wanted this to be a Marvel thing. It's it's yeah. not a Tom. It's a Marvel thing. Like they this wanted thing. it to be a universe. You can't. This is a very um, heavily involved by the studio. Mm-hmm. Let me see if. Cruz was a producer on this movie. <clears throat> probably. Or probably not. Um, no, but Ro- Roberto Orsi was. <laughs> uh, He's yeah. also a big Star Trek producer, I'm pretty sure. Oh. Yeah. Well, there you go. Oh, and no. the writer of Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. <laughs> Is that the sword one? Oh, yeah. That's the second one, maybe? I don't know. Here are the movies that Alex Kurtzman has written. Okay. Star Trek. Uh-huh. Star Trek Into Darkness. Sure. Transformers. Well, pretty, pretty cool. The first oh. one. Okay. Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. Okay. okay. Yeah. The Island. Don't know what that is. Zorro. The Legend of Zorro. Hold on, which one is that? Is that the 2007 one or the earlier one? That's the Antonio Banderas sequel. Oh, I haven't seen that one. Yeah. Cowboys and Aliens. Hey, I like that. Okay. The, Amaz- the Amazing Spider-Man 2. Oh, okay. Yeah. And finally, to wrap it all back around, Mission Impossible 3. Yeah, because Roberto Orsi really? was also a writer on the early Mission Impossible movies. Well, this guy makes blockbusters, then. I think and he makes yeah. franchises. I mean, I all know. those movies yeah. were slated to be franchises at, you know, at some point. And yeah. here, the first writer of this movie, the first credited writer, David Cope. Uh-huh. Here are his writing credits. Okay. The, the Mummy, 2017. Uh-huh. Zathura. A Space Adventure. That's a good one. Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. That's a bad one. War of the Worlds. The Keanu, or the Tom Cruise one. Okay, good. Pretty good. Mission Impossible. Okay. The first one. one. Well, that's an okay one. Spider-Man. The Sam Raimi one. First one. That one has not aged well. But still good. No. The Shadow. (laughs) Yes. The Shadow. Oh, I like that. Okay. Alec Baldwin. I never watched it. The Lost World, Jurassic Park. 
Oh. Haven't seen it, but um, you know. And final, oh wait, Jack Ryan Shadow Recruit. Okay. What, what I'm what I'm gathering is that this crew is good. What? No. Not great, but they are adequate at what they they are great at what they do. They make yeah. franchise movies. Fine. They make blockbusters. So it it's a really a recipe for you know a good movie. A good moneymaker. Yeah. And finally, the first Jurassic Park. Oh, wow. Really? Okay. All these credits put together, there are some misses, but there's a lot of hits. Yeah. A lot of profitable movies, too. Bigger news. Okay. David Cope is also a director. And he directed the hit... 2015 movie starring Johnny Depp, Mordecai. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Mordecai! Mordecai, incredible. Joe, what do you think the budget of this movie was? Okay, that's what I want to get to. I wanted to look this up because I don't know, and I am very curious. Like, that's cheating. It Joe. looks big budget. <laughs> like. There's a lot of CGI, there's a lot of stunts, and there's a lot of big names in this. I'm guessing more than $100 because they want their money's worth. 120 higher than 120 Possibly. See, here's the thing about this budget, is they haven't given out uh, actual numbers. Oh, it <laughs> the went only over, didn't it? The actual numbers we have is 125 to $195 Yeah. You went, they went to like 180 something. Yeah. But was that because of reshoots or something? I don't know. I think they just, that's, uh, I think they had so much faith in this movie to start yeah. a very profitable franchise for them. Uh, and then it, yeah. I think it, that might have been like marketing because mm-hmm. I remember seeing the mummy everywhere. Like there was always yes, an ad, the trailers were playing constantly. Because like, the, they went all out. Even the bu- whatever budget that they release still doesn't include marketing. <clears throat> and generally no, the rule the is you, you double it for marketing. Kel, why do you think this movie grossed? Now, originally I was going to guess like low ball, very low. But from memory, what memory serves, the reason why they canceled the Dark Universe wasn't because lack of money, but because this one just did so poorly critically. Yeah. And that was the reason. So, let's see. I think at least all the other Mummy movies made like 400 and up, probably. I don't remember. (laughs) So, even though this one sucks, I'm going to say like at least 400 million. It was 410 million. Too much. (laughs) That's... A lot of money. That is a lot of money. So it must have really been critically bombed. Oh, yeah. I mean, everybody hated this movie. Like, I don't know a single critic who actually enjoyed this movie. Uh Uh-uh. And for good reason, I would say. All right, we're on the good notes. Um, I really only wrote down, like, one note for each of these um, segments. Yeah. I don't think I have any good notes. See, I do. So the that scene where he gets in the ambulance, or 
where he's put on the table and then Amonet's about to stab him and then doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think after that, it becomes good. Like, it's a good scene. He's, like, punching through mummies mm-hmm. and getting his arms stuck in them. That's a very yeah, yeah, Brendan funny. Fraser kind of thing to do. Yeah. And then um, yeah. he gets in the... He gets Amonet off of Wallace mm-hmm. and then runs into the ambulance... And there is a joke there. It's just not handled well because Tom Cruise cannot do this kind of comedy where he just drives off and then she's like, wait, you're going to leave me there? And then they're driving off in the ambulance and he's like, oh man, she's in my head. And and then they fight her in the ambulance. That was a very kind of Brendan Fraser mommy scene. And I forgot that this was a bad movie. I was like, this isn't that bad. Why does everyone hate this so much? When they and get... then Paradigm came in to Deus Ex Machina everybody. And I was like, yeah. oh, no. Because I was like... I never I forgot this was, was a bad movie. Twice. But um, I was like, whenever he hits her with the stick and she punches him, and I'm like, what did they do from here? I can't remember. And then, like, Robin Hood starts going everywhere, and I'm like, yeah, right, they capture it. Cool. Okay. Now, on Rotten Tomatoes, The Mummy has a 35% audience score and a 16% on the critic score. Dang. But I do think that that scene I just described is a legitimately good scene from this movie. I I think there are good scenes in this movie. I think that the bad scenes are so much worse that it overshadows the good in this movie, and yeah. which kind of makes me sad because I, I don't really think like. There really are any good scenes, and the script as a Personal. whole is not good because even in that yeah. good scene that I described, there's a lot of bad dialogue in it. Yeah, Annabelle Wallace, like her character's lines, I'm like, and she's like, "Get him, Nick," and she's like punching the ambience, and I'm like, "Yeah, see, oh, that's, boy. that's a joke boy. as well." That was a joke. That was she was like, get oh, him, get him. Joke? Yeah, you're gonna get him. And then oh, he goes up to the mummy and she just punches him in the into the sky. That was funny. Hold on, that the physical comedy is funny. I exactly, think that yeah. I think they get mm. that, but the jokes, like the the worded jokes, I don't think really land no, as well. Absolutely not. That's what I'm saying. Is her setting up that joke? I only knew it was a joke because I could understand the setup and then the eventual punchline. Mm-hmm. I was like, there has to be a reason why she's turned into this weird kind of get him, dad. Yeah. Uh, and then it's to like raise the tension until he just gets punched into the sky. Which and is I no, you have like notes that aren't like middling notes. Not All right, really. Um, like I get I why have notes you, that aren't you guys... like, expressly bad or good. Sure. Sure. Okay. I get why you guys don't like the what's it what's a parabellum whatever it's called the monster squad basically yeah I get why y'all don't like that but like I I wish it was the monster squad uh uh like a business like not like the office but like like a office like a procedure procedural like um monster thing like where they do it by the books like it's like shield for monsters that would be that's very interesting to me i don't think it's handled well in this movie and i don't think it fits in this movie but i think if it was standalone it was just like we gotta track down monsters we gotta kill them 
and we gotta put them in cages and yeah. we gotta find weaknesses. That would be awesome. I can but I could this, see that. That's what I liked about this movie. Yeah. And then I mean, the rest of it I was like, eh. That's not what they were heading towards in this movie. They're more like, let's have an organization so we can say, let's have Russell Crowe go to each monster and then form a monster team to fight the big monster at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Or more to what they were planning really for. Extraordinary oh. gentleman it. Okay. Yeah, what are your middling notes? Okay. Uh, my theory is that the events of this movie are a mercury-induced hallucination, and just none Good of call. it's real. It's all the mercury. Because Tom mercury Cruise just catches the mercury so cool. in his hand. Yeah. And he's like, what's uh, this? I love They're like, that. mercury, it causes hallucination. Yeah. Like, Tom <laughs> it's, I like how it, the mercury. how it moves. He might well, as well he, he had glove on. Who, what? No, Who drank it? Barehanded it. I said he might as well have drank it. Uh, when they're in the plane, Tom Cruise goes out the window and he sees it's on fire, and then he runs up and he's like, "What's happening? Well, the engine's yeah. on fire, Tom Cruise. What do you think's happening?" Well, but like it could it could just be like an engine failure, and they have that fixed. Oh, yeah, it's engine failure. That's what's happening. You can yeah, but... still land a plane with an engine failure. There's videos of that online. They if if one engine is down, they just land. Planes it would have been really funny if the mummy had killed Tom Cruise without the gym because she gets ready to do it and then she's like, "Oh wait, there's no gym." <laughs> and she's about to stab him in the crypt. Just she's like, "Oh wait, no gym." Just kills him. Yeah. Movie over. And then let's see. I love it when a movie flashes back to stuff that we've already seen. The movie opens with the Templars, or whatever, and they're putting the dead guy in the crypt with the jewel. And then Russell Crowe comes in, does his trope thing. Then later in the movie, they're like, they buried this night guy with the jewel. And then they show that again, along with Russell Crowe, again. Like, we... The audience is not that dumb. We know what's going on. We we saw the opening. We don't need to go back to this. Yeah, that's the problem with a lot of these big budget kind of movies is they don't trust the audience. And that's part of the reason why they always fail. The next one is Jars of Future Movies. Yeah, it's a I really that, weird like way to my set up notes. your universe. See, I wouldn't mind it if they didn't we'll have the arm of the creature from the Black Lagoon in it, which is only one guy. Like, there's not a lot of cre. It's one creature from the Black Lagoon. If they brought that guy in, yeah. he's just gonna be armless. Yeah, it's <laughs> just goes it's back and weird, gets his arm. But I, jar. I don't know. I but think also, it'd be cool if an also, you see, she hits a guy, and Mobile hits a guy with. With the, the book. book of Amun-Ra from yeah. the Brendan Fraser Mummy movies, which means that this is in the Mummy universe. They finally got their fourth movie. And it a made much, much worse uh, movie. $400 million. But was bad. Yeah. And then uh, when it's during the fight with Russell Crowe and Tom Cruise where he's turned into Dr. Je- or Mr. Hyde, uh-huh. And he's like swinging him around, and uh, Hyde says, "I know I'm an older man, but you best be careful of me." I looked it up. Russell Crowe is 56. Tom Cruise was 58. 
two years. Maybe Hyde is just mentally older yeah. than. I'm guessing. Was. I'm guessing that's a story beat. Not a. These actors are actually older. Yeah. Not that they're they, just being rude to Russell no. Crowe because he doesn't look as good as Tom Cruise. I'm, Russell Crowe like Crow doesn't Cruise, have a six pack. I feel like he still plays like thirty year year old. They just yeah, don't expressly say it. He he looks forty in this. About maybe a little older. I don't know what it is. Um, okay, I want to get y'all got your guys' opinion on the uh, what's that? It's the morgue scene, in which uh, Tom Cruise is nude, and it's kind of weird. I didn't like that, that but was, I remember in every single like trailer it. or TV spot, they use that as like a really scary and thing. There was when, like a when he goes up, like a jump scare. He's like, the, <laughs> yeah, and he, he goes out. like. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of yeah, weird that, that those weird. nurses and whatever didn't have any questions for him afterwards. They're just like, oh, yeah. Like, hey, you He's were dead. dead. <laughs> you died in a plane crash. You were probably mm-hmm. burnt and dismembered, but now you're just fully yeah. back on the table. You're 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 right. good to go. Do you have any more good notes? No. Okay, I'm gonna say. Since we've already talked about it so much, we get to say one bad note because we've all well, already said a lot of bad things about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't, I don't have any bad or ugly. I just, whenever you, whenever y'all bring up points, that's what I like to talk about. Is because yeah. I, I, I can't really pinpoint things in this movie. I'm like, I can sense it's bad. And I like I know what parts are good, but I don't know what's what what's missing here. But you guys find them somehow. I actually I've already brought up all of my notes just through conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This all is right, Kelly. Like you get one episode. bad note and you get one ugly note. Because <laughs> I know that you could just keep going about the bad notes. Oh, I could. Let's see. I guess besides my when we get to the good, the bad, and the ugly, I'd say just like my review. This is, I I hated the movie when I first watched it, but on this rewatch, I had even more reason to hate it because looking at it now, having watched the first Mummy movie from 1999, this is just a bizarro version of that. But like if no one had chemistry, if it was just a bunch of bad effects. And kind of lame stunts. If it was all that, just everything that the first Mummy movie wasn't. That's I don't this think that's what they're going for. They're not going no, for the There's a lot thing. of beats where it's like, the opening no, is kind of like the opening from the original. I think it just got too muddled up where they had too many visions that were competing with each other. Like, they, some people wanted it to be a horror, just yeah. horror. Some people wanted it to be more like the original Mummy movie. Some people wanted it to be a horror comedy. And I mean, like, we haven't, have we, have either of y'all seen the, the 30, 30s? Is that when it was? The first mummy, like the first mummy. Yeah. No. What, what is that one's tone like? Like all the others at the time where it's like a creepy guy and then the creepy guy is really uh-huh. a monster. And there but are is like there emphasis on action. Oh, no. Or... This is the 30s. This is more like this guy looks creepy yeah. and that's the tone. Like, how do they defeat the mummy or whatever? I think they just, they just burn knock them? them back up in the sarcophagus, I think. 
Yeah. It wasn't as memorable yeah, as like... the other monster movies I watched. It was kind of lame. Mm-hmm. All right, we got to get this moving. Yeah, yeah, keep going, keep going. Because I got a big segment next. This is mm-hmm. called Dark Universe or Heart Attack. Heart Attack so to all of them. You all know that usually I ask you if you'd like to hear a fun fact or have a heart attack. And depending on your answer, well-known I, segment. I give you a fun fact or I give you a heart attack somehow. Strangely, yes. I've never had to give out a heart attack. But this time, I figured that I could ask you if you would like a dark universe or a heart attack. And for every dark universe I hear, I will say a canceled addition to the dark universe that... Uh, actually, most of them are still in development. They're just trapped in development hell. Really? Okay, so this isn't completely dead. This could be a thing. I don't know what it is. Thing. They want to keep it alive, but... For all intents and purposes, this dark universe is dead. The dark yeah. universe that had a cast photo. Where yeah. they all look photoshopped into it. That's dead. Tom Cruise will never come back. Oh. Like I, I, know. I can't, can't believe they it. They were really this. proud of that dark universe logo, weren't they? Yes, yeah. I loved they that. That was ridiculous. The universal logo go completely around. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, mm-hmm. dark universe. Yeah, I think it's kind of cool. Good use of your logo. Not a, it would be a much better logo than the Dark Universe logo. Well, right, but like, I, you know I this have, one. Now you get this one. I have organized these from pretty much least interesting to most interesting. It's not like A to B, but sure. I kind sure. of, you know. So, Joe, would you like a Dark Universe or have a heart attack? Dark Universe. Love the Dark right. Universe. I, I stand by the Dark Universe. I think it's cool. This is The Invisible Woman. It was announced in November of 2019. It is to be directed and starred in by Elizabeth Banks and written by Aaron Cressida Wilson. And that's all the information we have on that one. Okay. I uh, don't... disappeared uh, out of frame when he said invisible. <clears throat> Whoa! Okay. That's meta. Um, I think... It's gonna be. I don't think it's connected to Lee Winnell's Invisible Man. I think I heard that. All right, Kale. Dark Universe or Heart Attack? And but you're not allowed to say Heart Attack. Ah, Heart Attack was sounding very tempting. Dark Universe. Monster Mash, announced in oh, February yes. 2020 Monster to be Mash. a musical, directed by Matt Stosky and written by Will Widger. Wait, wasn't this also awesome. supposed to be like their Avengers movie where they all got together? That comes later. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. I was about to say, that's a weird title for your team up. Uh, your, your, this is where it ends. I mean, that's, that's a weird title. Like, this is the this seems is like it. a working this title that you send on poster for it. Yeah. Joe, How do you Dark make Universe a or Heart out Attack? of one song? Uh, Dark Universe. I can't hate a movie I don't know about. <laughs> I can. Dracula, announced in March 2020 to be a modern take on Dracula, directed by Karen Kusama and written by Matt Manfredi and Phil Hay. Was there a star attached? No. Okay. Well, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd be there. I'd watch it, so, sure. Is this a different one, or is this the cowboy western future Dracula? It is not the cowboy western future Dracula, because that one is not connected like it is a Dracula movie, but it's 
not going to be connected to anything whatsoever. Or is it? Uh, no. Kale. Dark Universe or Heart Attack? Keep in mind, you're not allowed to say Heart Attack. Dark Universe. Wolfman. Announced in May 2020 with Ryan Gosling as the titular Wolfman. Oh, snap. Gosling yeah. also pitched the story, and as of July 2020, Lee Winnell was in early talks to direct. It, now, is, he, made, he made that Invisible Man you guys like? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Now, when the Dark Universe cool. was first started and they were announcing all their projects, you probably know. But, Joe, do you want to guess who was the first The Wolfman? Oh. Was it, is, this, is, is this Johnny Depp? Is this the one? Or is no, he a different no. one? Was Johnny Depp was okay. the Invisible Man originally, was what he was going to be. Okay. Um, it's a big name actor, like it, one you wouldn't Jackman? get for this particular like, role. Would they, they say Wolverine? Okay. Yeah. No, it wasn't Skinny guy? Like what? Big like, guy. Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne yes. Johnson was going to be the oh, Wolfman. No. What? <laughs> what? What? That's not, what? 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 Imagine how much bigger that Wolfman would have to be to count for Dwayne Johnson size and then the Wolfman size. And also, I believe... Well, I, mean, I, I guess they just turn into the wolf. I don't think he would get bigger. I think he'd just become the wolfman. I don't think they'd be like, okay, hulk him up now. I believe Scarlett Johansson was going to be the creature from the Black Lagoon. Yep. That's kind of cool. But that never really, that like and that. the wolfman never really got off the ground. In Plus, any way. we got Shape of Water, so who needs another Fishman movie? Yeah. All right, Joe. Dark Universe or Heart Attack? Yeah. Dark Universe. Keep them coming. I like these. Uh, Little Monsters. Announced in July 2020 to be a live-action and CGI hybrid. It will be a departure from other Universal films, but also serve as a, quote, love letter to classic Hollywood and history of filmmaking with a story that takes a multi-generational approach to the monsters in a more PG-rated, light-hearted, family-friendly tone in the tradition of the classic 80s Spielberg films from Amblin Entertainment to match as well. So, Hotel Transylvania. The way in. <laughs> that sounds like the coolest thing ever. That sounds like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but for Gremlins. Like, I love that. Yeah. That's that's the best. Like, I can't. That's that's awesome. All right, these next four are the most interesting to me. All and right. they're the last four as well. So, Kale, would you like a Dark Universe or a Heart Attack? A dark universe. Dark Army. This was going to uh-huh. be the team up with everyone. <laughs> Announced in September 2019 to feature monsters from the original movies as well as new characters. Paul Feig will write and direct. In oh, February of 2021, Feig confirmed that he will continue production on Dark Army after finishing production on The School for Good and Evil for Netflix. That's, um... Dark Army well, is like a really lame choice, name, but I'm big here. team up movie. Yeah, I'm. I wonder if they're gonna change that because Dark Army sounds no, like that movie Chris Hemsworth was in with the horses. Yeah. All right, Paul Joe. Strong. Dark Attack or Heart Universe? I mean, I want Dark Universe. I like I like this universe, right. and I wanted to see where it continued. Here we go, Renfield. 
announced in November 2019 to center around Dracula's henchman, R.M. Renfield. Oh, yeah. Dexter oh, yeah. Fletcher was attached, or Everyone's was or is attached to direct, and Ryan Ridley to write. Cool. Yeah. I, I, do I it. Guess. Good for them. <laughs> Probably would have yeah. been bad. All right, Kale. Dark Universe or Heart Attack? Dark Universe. <laughs> Frankenstein. Announced in June 2017 oh. with Javier Bardem to portray the monster. In March Dude, that, 2020, Robbie works. Thompson that's signed on good. to write, and the plot was revealed to be around a group of teenagers who discover that a neighbor is creating a monster in their basement. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do it. Oh, man, that's cool. Hey, What's wrong with that pitch? All, all these sound very derivative of Monster Squad. <laughs> Because Monster Squad was Monster the Squad's of Monster dri- Cinema. derivative of yeah. 30s. No. Monster Squad rocks. That's like how it works. All right. Here we go, Joe. This is the final one. Dark Universe or Heart Attack? Dark Universe. This... You could have opted out on that one, Joe. Heart Attack. This is The Bride of Frankenstein. Originally announced with Bill Condon directing and David Cope writing... Um, I believe Angelina Angelina Jolie was in talks to be her back in the day. Uh, originally slated yeah. for February 14th, 2019. Uh, that's when it was supposed to come out. In 2020, David Cope confirmed that the mm-hmm. film was still in development and that he was inspired by the success of The Invisible Man. He stated that the story was for the modern day desire. That's what to- I was thinking. Yeah. All right, listen up. This is mm-hmm. this is yeah. ridiculous. He stated that the story will explore the modern day desire to extend okay. our lives, create life, and cheat death. Furthermore, the filmmaker intends to include plot devices that are relevant to the Me Too era, stating that it's horror effortlessly lending itself to metaphor. <laughs> I don't think those go together. I don't know how I would play into it. It's going to be a Brighter um, Frankenstein really like, movie about like cancel of, culture. Yep. Dr. Frankenstein gets canceled on Twitter. I like the Twitter. idea. I like the idea of trying to like reckon with desire to live longer, but I don't understand the rest of it, how that would plan to it. I, I can't say anything yeah. more about it. Also, I don't, I don't think... it that, that sounds interesting for sure. I don't think Dr. Frankenstein made Frankenstein because he wanted to live longer. I think he just wanted to make a monster out of dead people. Oh, well. Well, but this is a different thing. We don't know how this is going to play into it. I have no idea. I don't think any of these are actually coming out. That was our review on 2017's The Mummy. Yeah, we didn't say good, bad, and the ugly. No, we did. We just kept getting distracted oh. through it. I mean, let me mention we, my we just did let like me a very my one ugly episode. Okay. okay my ugly, ugly note, note was when they're in the forest after in the they're in the ambulance, and mm-hmm. it's when Tom Cruise goes to hit her with the big stick, and then she punches him up. It uh-huh. looked, it's the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it looks like something from a video game. Seen. That and dead Jake Johnson doesn't look good. 
All right, now we're going to do our re- recap, recast, and recycle of the Mummy trilogy from Brendan Fraser. Spanning from 1999 to 2008. Yes. Long time, but uh, Very long there it time. is. All right. We're hitting it with number one, The Mummy, 1999. A classic, for sure. Great movie. So I don't remember what we do for this. I realize I, I don't know give how, our final how thoughts, we and we also like, do we just like say right. Hold on, let me pull up a bunch of lists so I can do that. <laughs> I know. So uh, y'all y'all boy, oh boy, movie. after watching these sequels, do I appreciate this movie more? Um, we are going to rank these on our personal bias. And on how dark the universe was in each movie. Those are going to be two separate lists. Or whatever was I like. I love it. You gave me the last parachute. That was so or selfless. And then Tom Cruise was like, I yeah. didn't know there weren't any other parachutes. And then he gives a weird look and they just <laughs> don't do funny. anything with it. See, that's yeah. a joke, but they, it doesn't, it isn't delivered well. I don't even know it's if it's more just like a joke because I, I never got I that vibe. Think... Tom Cruise. Because she starts off by saying, I think You're it was a good... supposed to be a joke, but I don't think they well, see, landed that. They start off by saying, You're a good man, Tom Cruise. You gave me that parachute. And he's like, I don't know if I'm a good man. I didn't know there weren't any more. Yeah, exactly. That's, yeah. A, that's a setup and a punchline. But just the Which, actors. Why don't is there only a bigger. What? Yeah, that was a big airplane. Why weren't there any more parachutes? Bigger reason. Why, why are there only one parachute? That's my biggest issue with this movie. I have no idea. There was, <laughs> okay. There were two pilots, two guards, three people, yeah. and then the captain. Why was there only one? There, there should be one under every seat. One under every yeah. seat. That was like a cargo plane. There That's how it, I think probably how the design is anyway. I like that this is the hill that Joe yeah. is finally willing to die <laughs> They should have had enough for everything. Yeah, I'm like, look, the mummy sucks. They didn't get the plane right. Where's the parachutes? Okay. Uh, I got the mummy list ready. Let's start them off whenever whenever we do that. All right, the so, mummy. Run the mummy. Do we we agree? This is a great movie. Great. Yeah. Movie, right? The best a, out of the best mummy movie, I think, just ever. Yeah. Even from the originals. Probably. Yeah. And I would dare to say one of the best pulp action adventure movies ever made. Yes. Yeah. Maybe the best. Indiana Jones was done. Mm, I feel like the I feel like Raiders of the Lost Ark would be the best one. I'll fight you uh, over that. I'll, I will die for Raiders of the Lost Ark. As a franchise, I feel like that's kind of its own thing. Um, so right now it's the only one on the list on both. Yeah. yeah. Wait, we gotta figure there. out how I mean, dark the a... universe is, though. I would actually uh, rank this lowest uh, on how dark the universe dark. is, besides the 2017 Mummy. See. I would rate, we'll we'll get to it, but I wouldn't rate this as the darkest or the lightest universe. Yeah, he sucks people's faces and organs. He eats the dude's eyeballs. What a weirdo. Well, I think it gets darker as the series goes on. See, I don't think that, but uh, we'll we'll get to it. All right. So So right now, our list list. only have the mummy, nineteen ninety nine. All right. Ah, oh, frick, hold on. Background's small. My background. 
Wait a second. Now we are putting this 2017 mummy movie in the in these rankings, correct? Yes. Okay. Dead last in all categories. There's enough of a reference to connect it. Sure. Yeah. Unfortunately. And let's have some fun. Can't have fun with 2017 the mummy. Not yet. Is this it? Mm, Yes. That's from the. No, that's 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 from the last one. Yeah. This is the Mummy Returns. No, that's that's not. The oh, dragon that's whenever his butt's on fire. That's right. Dang it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. Friggin' Scorpion King. <laughs> <laughs> no, you look, you look at that and tell me that isn't the darkest universe possible, that we let that thing into existence. No, I all agree right. that the... Okay, first of all, uh, this is not the, as good as the m- first one. 2001's The Mummy Returns. Um, I will say it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. solid movie. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely wasn't as bad. I think it was good. Like everything I heard about it, really just the Scorpion King, made me think this was going to be terrible. But it wasn't. Because yeah, people, I don't think people watch this movie. I think they just see the 15 minute clip on YouTube of the Scorpion King and they're like, this must be what the whole movie's like. And that's yeah. the part where he they only rush shows up for like, like two minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they played it the last second. It kind of sucks for the VFX artists. So, I mean, they were uh, rushed, so it wasn't their fault. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. saying it sucks that they were rushed and they couldn't do their best, you know. So, I mean, for the time frame uh, they had, I think that's as good as you could get it. In fact, probably oh, better. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I think okay, I'm going to, on my biased ranking, I'm putting it All right. below the mummy. I'm putting it as number two. Sure. Yeah, what about you? I mean, my list... One second. Okay, I thought I was going to sneeze there. Okay. My list is pretty much just going to be the order they appeared in, like, released. Because that's how the franchise goes. I'm putting this under the mummy because... The the, the 90s mummy, because I love the 90s mummy. Yeah. In terms of darkness, though, this one goes above the mummy. Yeah, I would agree with that. I feel like this okay. one is darker than 1999 Mummy. Because there's also the Anubis, or Anubi. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now we're on to 2008's The Mummy, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. Yeah. Yes. There's. That's when uh, John, was his name? John, John, right? When his butt's on yeah. fire? Yeah. What John a great bit. Am I right? So yeah. Funny. So funny. Very funny. Uh, this one I didn't really like at all. I don't think. No. I enjoyed it as a different shift in color and set plate, uh, set set setting setting. Sure. And Yetis just. No, actually, so no, that's weird. not true. I like the inclusion of Asian culture. Yeah. All of that. I like and in a step away. Step away from the Egyptian, because like if we had a third one in, in Egypt, I'd be like, we're really relying on this this one setting, aren't we? Yeah, that's you know, like how many mummies are there in Egypt, guys? Come on. Yeah, now, this I mean, made better. same mummy twice. Seeing more. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Like that fourth one with Antonio Banderas as an Aztec. Oh my mummy. word! Probably wouldn't have been good, oh. but I would have liked no. to see it. But it would have been. But it would have been Puss in Boots. Antonio Banderas. 
I understand that. Oh, I love But I don't Nintendo think it would have been good. Okay. Imagine no. how powerful that money would be based on the escalation of the series. Uh, the last, the Tomb of the Dragon Emperor mummy world. could just do whatever he wanted. Mm-hmm. Antonio well, Banderas yeah, mummy could probably just flip the world in half if he wanted to. <laughs> now, where, Kale, are you, I'm guessing you're putting this number three? Yeah. Yeah, I'm also right. putting this number three. I was thinking on the darkness thing, I think I would actually rank this lower. Like yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is oh yeah, is, these movies don't get darker. The second one is darker, but the third one I say is lighter than the first one. I think it's um, mainly because of the background image that makes me think there's a lot of bad comedic moments in this, which because there is. Well, there's a lower lot on the general. It's definitely more I mean, lighthearted. First, yeah, I mean, first you have I the think... army of skeleton warriors, and that's pretty dark. Mm-hmm. But then they like play soccer with their heads or whatever yeah. and then that it's, lowers it's it back really down. exactly yeah it, it's it's so it's super playful and like the yetis they're they're big uh-huh. they're, they're big furry creature also calling um, you out i'm gonna put the dragon emperor uh, scooby-doo monsters unleashed did the skeleton thing way before you did <laughs> yeah all right because there was monsters unleashed. Jason and the Argonauts did the skeleton thing way before you did. Well, they didn't play soccer with their heads. Well, hold on. They didn't play soccer. Yeah, they, those guys were... Those guys look pretty cool, though. I like that movie. Um, I was just remembering how much I like that movie. Uh, now, we're on to number four. Uh, the Mummy, starring Thomas Cruise and all, all that. All Let's that. say Tom Cruise is trying to eat my head. And we just talked about this one, so you, you've heard our thoughts. I, I, yeah. I don't think we really need to go over it again. It's the worst of the Mummy movie. No. I'm ranking it lowest this? on the darkness. I don't um, think it's very dark. I'd say this is fairly high. I'd say this is at least higher than the, the, the third one. Definitely. I think it might even be higher than the first one on how dark it I is. I think so, too. Because, like, the first one is still a little lighthearted and fun. Well, there are skin-crawling beetles in that one. Yeah, but also there's that scene where Russell Crowe digs his hand into Tom Cruise's ribs. That looks so painful. It looked bad. It looked painful right. to me. I was like, yeah, oh, my I gosh. Felt, I felt pain. I was like, this is probably how it would look in real life. and I, I don't want to... Uh, Feel that, Kel, or Colin? Where are you putting this one? On my personal ranking, mm-hmm. I'm number personal four. Ranking. Yeah. Number four. Okay. I I'm I'm the only person who had any change because I like all I I, I enjoy all these movies. I um think that yeah. the mummy, the first mummy, is a genuinely great movie, and then the rest of them I kind of just shuffle around based on how much I'm interested in what they're doing. And this one, the t- so here's my list. Hold on. You know, there's only one okay. right answer to so the personal ranking job. I got the Mummy, 1999, number one. Number two, the Dark Universe, because what a what a weird time to make make a thing and do something with it. Number three, I got the they Mummy three because I like when they change the setting, and then. 
And and then number four, I got The Mummy Returns. I don't think it's Dang. a bad movie. I think, I think it's better than both of them. But I, I, I'm, I'm less interested in what it's doing. And, and I'd rather watch a movie where they're attempting to ch- change the setting or start a universe with, with scraps. See, I... Well, not really scraps, I almost, just doing it badly. I think Tomb of the Dragon Emperor and... 2017 mummy is the same mm-hmm. for me yeah i can tell i i, I can i can sense that yeah i just think the it's writing is a little bit better in two of the dragon emperor which is why it's above oh for sure tom cruise's oh, for sure yeah well the mummy 2017 is more boring than any of the previous mummy movies to me no i thought the third one was pretty boring as well all right. And it doesn't have Rachel Weiss or the name escapes me or any of the other people from the original Mummy movies that made those movies work in the first place. Well, yeah. So they're already losing out on that. that they, wouldn't, they wouldn't bring those people back. back cause like Brendan Fraser. Like they could have had cameos at least. That would have been something. Okay, so Joe, what's our... We got a if, book. The same year. What's our ranking on how dark the universe is? All right. I'm going to put up on screen all three of our personal lists, and I'm going to hold it. And now here's what we rank the dark universe. This is how dark the movies are. Um, how dark the universe like is, Joe. Tonally. And now it's time for my favorite segment. <clears throat> I go through – we, we uh, have a sort of a funeral for all the deaths we had in this franchise. Oh, um, a lot of this. Yes. Uh, Maneptri, R.I.P. Kel, you gotta do the R.I.P. like you did last time. There you go. Aminet. Rip. Seti the First. Rip. Anksu Namun. R.I.P. Anksu Namun again. <laughs> R.I.P. again. Because remember the uh, Imhotep kills her and then he tries to bring her back but yeah. then it doesn't work <laughs> and then we go to the original the mummy uh imhotep yeah r.i.p nefertiri r.i.p minguo all right is he the lover yeah all right r.i.p that's J- jet lee yeah, Jet Li played him, right? Man. Uh, God Hassan. I don't remember him or her. He was the um the warden from the first movie. Oh. That went okay. with them. Uh, Alan Chamberlain. Beatles. Was he the the museum keeper, or was no, he I the think he's guard? One of those... The oh, desert. He's the doctor that had all the locusts all over him. Oh yeah. Rip that wow. guy. He died. Bad. Bernard Burns. Probably one of the R. Americans. R.I.P. Yeah, he is. The, the, the These three are the Americans. Henderson. Okay. Yep. R.I.P. David Daniels. R.I.P. Went down shooting, I think. Probably. Winston Havelock. R.I.P. I don't know who that is. Probably some kind of professor. Anksu oh. Namun for a third time. R.I.P. for a third time. Imhotep again. 
R.I.P. again. Benny Gabor. Rip. Yes. Oh, man. Spivy. Rip. Red. Rip? Question Jacques. mark, I don't... Rip. Those three were basically the Americans of the second movie. Wow. Uh-huh. Milaneus. R.I.P. Horus. Is that the bird? Yeah. Rip. Lochna. R.I.P. Evelyn O'Connell. R.I.P. Because remember she died and then she came back. Baltus Hayes. R.I.P. The Scorpion King. <laughs> Big Rip. Anksuna Moon. <laughs> for a fourth time. Rip. Imhotep for a third time. <laughs> Rip. Roger Wilson. R.I.P. Was he the pilot? Uh, no, he's the guy that betrayed them at the beginning of 3. Oh, I guess sucks. Z-U-N. R.I.P. Yang. R.I.P. Choi. R.I.P. Han for a second time. R.I.P. D. <laughs> Ming-Guo again, because he came back as a skeleton and died again. Rip. Greenway. He was that he was that uh like start or commander from the last one we just watched. They got stabbed in the plane. Chris Vale. That's Jake Johnson. R.I.P. Nick Morton. R.I.P. Pete. He's the guy that the mummy takes over to stop the transfusion of mercury. Uh, Rip. Jenny Halsey. R.I.P. It's weird that they killed like all their characters in this movie and just brought them back. And finally, Aminet. R.I.P. No. That's Colin. I think you're forgetting the biggest death. Okay. The Dark Universe. Oh! Right, I forgot yeah. about the Dark Universe. Got him. Overall, I had a good time watching these movies. Yeah, I had a great time watching these movies, and I had a more interesting time looking at them as curiosities. That is fair. Now, if you were going to, if anyone was going to watch these movies based on this, I would suggest only watching the first one. Yeah, I think the only one I wouldn't suggest watching is the third one. And the fourth one. Unless you're very curious, I I don't know if I could recommend the third one. But See, I could if you recommend the, the fourth two. one as like a dumb yeah. thing you can watch. I could be like, watch this and remember the time when they wanted to make a franchise out of this and have Tom Cruise star in it. Oh, and yeah. the ten Scorpion King movies, of course. No, no, right. none of those. But we haven't seen them. We don't know what they're like. No, we're not watching them. Probably bad. No, no, I'm recommending them. Speaking of watching, Joe, what is the next franchise that we're going to watch? Good question. How about you reveal it, because I forgot. (laughs) Well, I don't entirely... You know what? I'll just say it. We'll we'll watch Jurassic Park next. Okay, Jurassic Park's the next... But we're going to take a little break, because this episode was filmed like the week of... And we kind of had yeah. a rush to production or whatever it's called. But we're going to take a little break. One, maybe two weeks. Who knows? And 
stock up on episodes. Yeah. And also, we might have a guest for the next season. We might, yeah. I haven't heard about that. It, just so you guys know, it's the dinosaur that says Alan. Oh, finally. I can, I can finally meet my hero. You can be like, so what happened there, man? All right. Can I close that out? Yes. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode. You can find well, us at josephmaldonado.com. That's Joseph, M-A-L-D-O-N-A-D-O.com. And from there, you can find this podcast, the articles I've written, um, our social media accounts, um, our letterbox accounts, um, like, subscribe, retweet, reblog, repost. And once again, thank you for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. Don't get cursed by a mummy. Or do if you're into that kind of thing. True. That'd be fun. I would love, I would love that. Yeah. Let's do it. Hey, uh, this is Joe with a little little message, a little special message for you. We uh, found out that there was a tie-in video game to The Mummy 2017, which really doesn't happen anymore, and wanted to put the trailer in the video version of the podcast. If you're listening to it, uh, a link to the trailer is in the show notes. Wasn't that a pretty pretty cool little indie game? It was like Super Metroid meets the Dark Universe, what everyone wanted. Um, and one more special message. I made a monster mashup that is basically what if Paradigm was a workplace comedy like The Office and wanted to include it in the video version. Um, if you're listening to it, a link in the trailer or a link to the video is in the show notes. Thanks for listening.